0: Good morning, since we had such great luck with the uh, toggling power settings, I have now I'm not skipping the first quarter of the mile, Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get the whole walk this time, which would be nice. Uh, I'm here with Miss Ripley, Who well, of course you can't see at this time of night and uh... let's say it's about 630 37 degrees chilly but we've seen lots worse very very tired today I know I was tired yesterday I think it's all part of that whole generic being sick thing uh, I hope anyway, I did manage to get a thousand words, but once again, it was like pulling teeth. A lot of it was setting up a scene and that's always really dull to me. I mean, I realize that I do have to explain where they are in order for it to make sense. And you want to make it as vivid and lifelike as possible. Excuse me. But, all the same. it's dead dull. But yeah, we got to the good bits now. Someone has been betrayed. Someone else has got a gun. Somebody has a hollow tooth. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What to talk about? Mm-hmm. I had a pretty simple day yesterday. You know that habit RPG? I may mean, have talked about that where you put the things in that you want to make into habits, and then you get points every time you do them. Everybody in my party is doing better than me. I mean, like vastly better. So... I changed the tasks that I had listed. Instead of being just things that I think I should be doing, but I'm not. I want to make a habit out of it. I changed it to everything I do or should do every day so that I would get XP for doing stuff that I do anyway, like getting up in the morning. And it seems to me that this kind of defeats the purpose, because now doing good things gets me exactly the same point value as doing anything else. So the new habits that I want to start are just exactly as useful as the old habits that I already had, and that seems kind of pointless. Looks like they're finally putting that back together. Uh. happened yesterday seriously uh, I was down to 197 so I treated myself to a shrimp lo mein lunch it's my personal favorite sorry robo lady just Gave me a shock by telling me that the GPS signal is now restored, so we got that going for us. Uh, yeah, so I got shrimp lo mein, which is my favorite, you know, easy takeout Chinese lunch. Something you can go, bring it back, and. Anyway, <clears throat> comfort food. And that was nice. That was kind of funny because when I got home, Ali had made pasta. (laughs) So... I got to add pasta twice. I effectively splurged twice. So I'm probably not at 197 anymore. But, as Nicki Minaj is wont to say, I ain't worry, I ain't worry. Vito Rex got on a couple of uh, top 100s, all steampunk. I think. I think I've reconciled myself to the fact that people are going to call it steampunk. I mean, I do it just because it's marketing, really. That's what people people are okay with calling that steampunk. I checked the Diamond Age; people are okay with calling that steampunk. So, basically, Victorian. These days, Victorian equals steampunk. So, it stuns me that after all this time we're still defining it, but there you go. Further definition of this malleable thing, Jared Axelrod had a really great title for one of his uh, pieces that I know I'm going to get wrong, but I thought it was just about the best definition of steampunk. It was, uh, lasers in the time of cholera. Something like that. And yeah, I'm probably getting it wrong, but I just love the idea. When people are dying of such basic, simple illness, the commoners and the uh, nobility so separated. You know, that's something I haven't dealt with in uh, Hidden Institute. I haven't had a really sick commoner. I've done a little bit about drug abuse but nothing about any kind of plague, maybe should do. My general assumption is that we are not, we are technologically advanced enough now that we don't have a whole lot of plague victims and my guess is that whatever else happens, sanitation has got to the point where it's not like to come back. But even as I say that I realize how dumb that sounds. We were talking about Corporate-run city-states, sanitation could very well be swirling down the drain. (laughs) And where sanitation goes, so goes public health. And I can make the argument that, so far, we've seen the best of as commoners go. I mean, just Kos is, uh, he's doing all right for himself. He's selling music, has a little following. He's able to protect his people. So, he's got no worries. And then, uh, trying to think of other commoners we run into. Dizzy doesn't really count because, you know, he was a con man from birth, basically. And also, he was under the watchful eye of the king, though he didn't know it. Find out more about that in in Invito Rex. Available at Amazon.com now. Cliffy. Cliffy counts as does Skybo and his brood, but we didn't see Skybo's group for more than one scene. And, uh... It's not too hard to believe that out of all commoners, Cliffy was one who didn't get plague. I mean, that's not outside the realm of possibility. The point is, there should be whole scads of commoners that are getting sick that are plague victims hell we should have there should be gulags sequestration camps i'm gonna have to come up with a good plague hell i'd be tempted to say smallpox just because you know It's not too far from the possibility. And it is a brutal way to go. I mean, currently that's not part of the plot, but it should be seen as part of the world. In one of the scenes I have a noble lady talking about charities that she gives to, and she mentions giving to the forgotten man. It'd make all kinds of sense to have her throwing money at the uh, plague victim gulags. Though, of course, they wouldn't call it that. They would call it charitable hospice for, the uninsured, for those outside of God's reach. Ooh, that would be a dangerous direction to go. Anyway, so I may have to come back to that plague victims in the no Blessed Leash series. I just finished reading 1633, lots of good stuff there, lots of good alternate history stuff. I love that they've adopted Spinoza, I mean like literally adopted him as a child. One of the great natural philosophers. And he's going to be the president's son. Love that. I'm gonna have to dig up the rest. I think the Baltic War is the next book in the series. But before I do, I'm gonna start listening to the radio play of Methuselah's children, which is awesome. I just found out about that a few days back. I'm a huge fan of old time radio. My personal favorite is Lights Out, a seriously creepy horror thing. It's like Night Vale radio, but, you know, 60 years ago. 60, God, 70, 80, I'm not sure. 70, anyway. Speaking of which, I really should start listening to Nightmare Radio. Heard nothing but good things about it. And I have just... I haven't gotten around to listening to it. Let's see. Anyway, so... Robo Lady says that I made one mile in 15 minutes, which is wrong on two counts. For one thing, we have not yet walked a mile. For another, although it's close, it's close to a mile, for another it has not been 15 minutes. So, she is clearly out of her mind. And, of course, there's no way I can walk a mile in 15 minutes. I typically get about 18 to 20. Please don't hit pedestrian. Thank you. I was driving somewhere somewhere the other day with the EP. We heard a siren. I couldn't see where it was coming from. So I asked the EP and she spotted it off to her right. So as soon as I figured out where it was, I pulled over to let it go by. And there were cars behind us honking, angry that we were slowing traffic for them. The, uh, the fire truck, which is what it was, Fire truck had to basically push its way through the traffic because everybody was asking, acting like they didn't know what they were supposed to do. If you're on the video, you just saw a little white car roll straight at a human being with no sign of stopping. So yeah, I don't think I'm being too... Ah! Speaking of stopping, Miss Ripley has decided this is a good spot. I don't feel too judgmental when there's people who, like, literally break the law on this stuff. I mean, forget about it. you're endangering people, which of course you are, but it's like they don't even know that there's a law regarding this. simply having seen strangers has completely frozen, which is not terribly useful for the person who has to pick up her refuse. Anyway, and off we go. So yeah, I don't know if it's a Maryland thing, I don't think I ever saw that in Texas, where people just willingly ignore emergency vehicles. It might be. Might just be that growing up in the boonies, where my friends were EMTs and such, I just got used to the idea that people followed those, knew those laws and followed them. Maybe it's a time-of-day thing. These people are gonna miss their work. No, that doesn't explain yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, it wasn't yesterday. I was driving with the EP, that would've been days ago. Either way. By the way, I'm not saying that like an egocentric I'm so good, I'm just saying that like a bewildered They're so bad at this. That just, you know, courtesy. Anyway, forget courtesy. The law regarding emergency vehicles. It's like, I get the feeling a lot of people don't know it. The alternative being a lot of people don't care. Anyway. I have absolutely no idea what I was talking about before we came here. Robo lady said I made a mile in 15 minutes, which is very wrong. Uh, before that, noblesse oblige and the time of cholera. What else? Didn't have a lot to do yesterday. Paulette came over, which is nice. We try to do that every Tuesday. She comes over, we have dinner, play card games, board games, whatever. We played uh, Ally's new witches game. which is fun. And, uh, then we played Gloom. She'd heard about Gloom from Viv and Chooch and she was interested in playing. I think Gloom is a character building game like golf character building to find frustrating and requiring you to show decorum in the face of frustration. Because man, it is an easy game to hate on people with. Anyway, we had fun. Today, after day job and dinner and such, I'm going to try and knock out all the editing on Chapter 13 of Invito Rex. Note to self: I need to put a bylink on each of the chapters preceding. Uh, what else? Should put together the print version, but I'm not too worried about that. Now started listening to the uh, Tiny Tina Assault on Dragon Keep soundtrack at work literally to the exclu- exclusion of everything else I like Borderlands but I think this soundtrack was really really well put together Morning. Morning I got the uh Google Play on glass which is still pretty cool I just love the ability to to treat glass like an mp3 player I need to find the headset though because right now it's kind of annoying you got a tiny tinny little mp3 player the whole of musical existence in front of you everything from the Stones to Bieber, and everything in between. And you get it out of this tiny little half-inch speaker over one ear. So it's got a headset, and I gotta dig it out and start using it. I don't know if the headset has a microphone in it. I'm not sure if it's really necessary. The regular mic does pretty well. <sighs> I noticed something else in uh, 1633. One of the main characters, Eddie Cantrell, is riding in the speedboat when uh, the enemy, the Dutch, I think, no, the Danes. Uh, Dutch aren't the enemies at this point. Um, the Danes get basically a golden bullet. Just incredible luck shot. Broadsides the thing. Takes out the driver, some of the crew. Eddie Cantrell lost part of his leg. He steers the uh, boat at the enemy. And uh, then just take them down. Oops. And amazingly, and amazingly, he does it without dying. But in that battle, they let a couple of different people die. Which kind of surprised me. Ripley? Here, baby. Up here. Up here. Good girl. Hmm? We can go blow up Good girl. Thank you very much, baby. All right. Got our picture? Ducks. Hello, ducks. Uh, what else? I got a book recently called the Super Scratch Programming. It's a comic book, really. But it teaches kids how to uh, use Scratch through a pseudo-interactive story. I mean, you read a couple of pages of the heroes get into trouble, and then you need to go to your computer and do this, this, and this to make something happen, and slowly teaches them basic programming skills. Gotta admit, to a certain extent it feels too basic, but, when I was a kid, around the EPs age, I would sit for hours at a time, transcribing things that I saw in magazines, pages upon pages of basic code, because that was the best way to disseminate it. You buy a magazine and it would say, here's your Knights in Shining Armor game. You just write out 4,000 lines of basic code and you get it exactly right and you'll be able to play this game. And I'd type all day. When I was done, I'd have basically a rock, paper, scissors with pretty icons. And uh, I remember thinking even then, I could do better than that. I remember being generally disappointed by it. But I mentioned, That, because starting to think that it's just a a thing in your blood, you know? It's either there or it's not. I think the EP is going to, uh, I think she's going to enjoy playing games. I don't think she's going to be afraid of computers in the least. I am going to start teaching her Linux and make sure that she understands it, and hopefully sees why I would prefer it to Windows. I expect in a few years we'll be able to get our a Mac and with the right experience, a Mac can be a gateway to to the kind of Unix level command line programming that people often do. I'm not saying I expect her to do, you know, make changes to open source kernels or anything. I'm just saying that I want to make sure she understands this stuff and isn't afraid of it. But I don't get the feeling that she's really captured by it, the way I was when I was her age. And while I may lament the loss, I think it's better for us both if I recognize it, that this is a me thing, not necessarily a her thing. Her mother is much the same, computers are cool, video games are cool, I mean ali has got all kinds of serious social media chops when it comes to SEO and tagging and tracking and hits and analytics and stuff like that, she's great. but she does not want to learn programming. Just, just not a fan of it. Me, I get a thrill every time I figure out how to make a computer do something. The other day I sideloaded apps on Google Glass and I thought it was just about the coolest thing in the world. Not because I was able to get the apps on there, but because I was able to get ADB to work. And if I can get ADB, that means I can throw Eclipse in there, start writing and debugging my own apps. And it is an Android system. So presumably, I can just throw surfaces on there, start drawing to them, I already have code for, given an image, get, uh, you know, basic contrast, find the areas, the outlines, that kind of thing. So it might be kind of fun to have little apps that highlights areas of uh, contrast that a person might not otherwise see. Kind of Terminator view. I don't know. I don't actually have a purpose for it yet, so So as long as I don't I'm working on working on the books. But uh But it is cool. You know, it'd be kind of fun. Take those high contrast images, do basic flood fill on them. Like, I've recognized an outline. And then when it recognizes an outline, you tap the glass and it gives you a chance to label what that thing is. You know, like that's a tree. And then at the end of the day, You upload it all to a computer, get a neural net, take all of these areas of image. I may be hoping for way too much from a neural net, but then later, throw each image that you get at the neural net and say, Hey, I found a tree. Labeling the world. I don't think it'd work, but... It's a concept. I don't think the processing power is anywhere near there. I see a dog. Still, I got stuff that Hello, no dog! Oh! Uh, I've already got stuff that will. Um, oh, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah. Uh, code that I found online a long time ago that takes the focus of an image and. I need mean, the focus of different points on the image and assigns distance based on how out of focus they are. Based on a relative, you know, the most in-focus part. Uh, I've never actually used it, I don't know how accurate it is. But if I could do that, then I could put sprites out on your view at the appropriate distance. Both technically, you could even do it in 3D. Excuse me. I wonder if the compass and accelerometer could tell you that you're looking to the left or right, thus giving you a 3D spatial position. No, you don't need to do that. You just use the uh, positioning data and then the compass and that tells you which way you're looking but anyway sorry Uh, way too techy yeah it's saying i'm doing 10 minutes a mile so it is out of its damn mind By the way, we're at about 38, almost 39 minutes. If this cuts out, once again, I apologize and I will hope to talk to you later. If not, whoopee! The uh, battery saving plan worked. Longest episode ever and it's mostly me rambling. Mike, I I forget his middle name, Uh, Mike Reese McMillan, uh, posted an article yesterday where he was talking about fantasy tropes that need to die. Things like the Dark Lord, an evil villain who is evil just because he's evil. And chosen one who prophecy is dictated will lead them all to glory and therefore, you know how it's gonna end and there's nothing that can be done. And uh, so I sent him a story idea where I said, so this has been rattling around in my head, but it uses just about every trope I can think of. What do you think? And uh, he came back with, uh, in the hands of another writer, I think this could be horrible, but I think you could pull it off, which is just about the nicest phrase. I'd had in a while, especially since the man does not pull punches. He is a very heavily literary critic. And he knows all them ten-cent words that the college kids use. So, I was mighty chuffed. I've had to start thinking about what books there will be after the Noblesse Oblige series. Because I'm very seriously thinking about having three books a year. I need to get some good planning in if I'm going to have those books ready. Anyway. Here we are at the door, 41 minutes 30. Not bad. Didn't go wonky on us. And hopefully I will talk to you tomorrow.